Be seated. Surprise, surprise, surprise. You remember him? Gomer Pyle. He was so funny, and they made him out to be stupid almost, right? Yet, they were stupid when he would start to sing. To dream the impossible dream. Remember that? Like it was two different people, almost. But he could sing. Do you like surprises? Raise your hand if you like surprises. How do you feel when somebody shows up at your office or your door and says, I have something important to tell you. You have to let me in. Are we afraid? Are we happy? Or are we suspicious? Some surprises are good. Somebody coming to visit us, a present we didn't expect, kindness observed, and kindness received. Some surprises are tough. Christmas without a loved one, illness, and a pandemic that just won't go away. How we handle surprises says a lot about us. It peels away at the core of who we are. It reveals who we are and who we worship and what we truly believe in. The more I get frustrated at surprises, the more the situation becomes about me. Sometimes I react. I don't always dig down deep and call on my faith to help me. That's not good. If we are out of touch with what we believe and disconnected from God, our decisions risk revealing that we might believe in nothing. I'm going to say it again. If we are out of touch with what we believe and disconnected from God, our decisions risk revealing that we might believe nothing. So the angel Gabriel surprises everyone in our story. He tells Mary that she will give birth to the Savior of the world, and she has one question, how can this be? While she accepts the news and doesn't dispute the facts, she can't help but look at the situation through human eyes. Gabriel's answer, nothing is impossible with God. Can we say that together? Nothing is impossible. Do we really believe that? Do we live our lives as such? Like Mary, we try to figure things out through our whole human mindset. And there's one problem with that. God is God, and we are not. Faith requires us to believe what we can't fathom what we do not see. When Mary found out that Elizabeth was with child, she hurried to see her. They were close. They knew each other well. 
At Mary's greeting, Elizabeth's baby, John the Baptist, leapt for joy. Not just, I'm pressing out with my hand, Mama, or here's my foot. The baby jumped. So Luke's Gospel says immediately, at the hearing of Mary's voice, Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. And as if that weren't enough, Elizabeth recognized that Mary was pregnant and carrying the Savior of the world. Now, hold on just a second. This doesn't make sense. Guess what? Nothing is impossible with God. It's not supposed to make sense to us. As Elizabeth believed what she had been taught, she expected miracles. Her faith was strong. She knew the word. She lived it. She had a spiritual framework of reference to pull from. Everything in her life prepared her for that moment. The Bible says, you have not because you ask not. As Elizabeth had prayed fervently for the ability to give birth, now she was giving birth and ended up with a hotline to the Holy Spirit. Do all of our prayers get answered? No. And sometimes the answer is no. But I hope that you hold on to the fact that even if the answer is no, or yes, regardless, God, the Holy Spirit, Jesus, walks with us on the journey. He did not promise it would be easy. He just promised that if we invited him, he would walk with us. So last and the least in this story is Zechariah, and I'm mad at him. Personally, I want to give Zechariah an ESPN, come on, man! Yes, I'm a little crazy, it's okay. The man of the house, a priest, was made mute due to his lack of faith. He was the priest. He was in the Holy of Holies. He was ill-prepared to claim the role God had for him. It was a public embarrassment because outside of the tent was the entire town praying. Yet he dropped the ball. I hate to say it, gentlemen, but the girls were ready. We boys dropped the ball. Zachariah had to stop, listen, and reflect to get things turned around. Only when he gave up his birthright of calling his son Zechariah did he get his ability to speak back. In other words, he gave up something that was owed to him through generations. He was humbled. His humility helped he and Elizabeth to raise John the Baptist. Girls two, boys zero. Can anyone relate to a woman guiding your spiritual journey? I can. Girls three, boys zero. The men are mad at me, I can hear it. As an aside, this text was thought to be submersive. Did you, subversive. Did you know that? 
It has been banned over the last hundred years in three countries because the Magnificat was seen as something that would allow the poor and the humble and the meek to feel powerful. And you know what? They should be afraid of it. Because if someone really lives it, they could change the world. So you'll find the text, both Latin and English, in your bulletin this morning, plus an added text that the composer had commissioned to give us a little bit more perspective about what Mary was thinking. Mary is given the miraculous privilege of birthing the savior of the world for the following reasons. Down deep in her core, at the place that matters most, she had her priorities straight. She worshiped the God of Abraham with a clean heart, a deep and constant faith, and utter humility. She round, surrounded herself with people of faith, faith so trusting that God knew he could count on her to give birth to the Savior. This child would become the sacrifice for the sins of the world, for you and for I. Mary knew what was going to happen before her baby was even born. The gospel book was much better than the book we usually use, what to expect when you are expecting. Raise two children on it. Thank God I raised two children on that other book as well. Could we go through with it? If we knew that giving birth meant this child was going to be extraordinary, would make a difference in the entire world, that we would see this child crucified? I don't think she felt like she was alone. I think her connection with Elizabeth and with God was so intense that she knew she was not alone. So if God was looking for Mary today, where would he find her? I think God's waiting on you and I. If we are the hands of Christ, it is our calling to serve the world in Jesus' name. We have to avoid being on the fringe or passive. COVID has allowed us to be more passive than ever. We have to be careful that we don't make God in our image rather than the other way around. What gift can we give back? What can be, what can we, how can we be people of deep faith joining together to make a difference in the world? Mary says we have to be all in. We have to lift each other up. We have to take care of one another. And if we gather together and serve, we can make a difference. And the good thing is, we don't have to become mute. 
Are we on a journey without a destination? Are we wandering in the wilderness of COVID, lost and alone, unconnected and unfulfilled, not joining in justice or helping others, but serving whatever comes up, whatever our heart desires? I still think God says, fear not, I'm still with you, I love you, and nothing is impossible with God. Mary's soul magnified the Lord. So what part of us magnifies the Lord? When I sing, I hope it's my voice, my heart, the words that come out. Be open to God's surprises. Prepare the way of the Lord. So when the angel comes to you and says, surprise, 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 you're ready to say, yes, Gabriel, I've been expecting you. I'm only a little afraid because I understand fully what is about to happen. Tell me how I can serve. Use me, Lord. Use even me. Let us pray. Lord, thank you for the privilege of being together in this room. For a chance to come into this holy place, a sanctuary from the world. Today, may our worship and the music we offer not be entertainment. Use us, Lord, to inspire and lift others closer to you. Energize us to shine your light to everyone we meet. May Mary's dance and song be ours. As we share this song, I pray that we will be inspired. If we clap, help us to clap because we believe the message and support the story, not because of performance. Let that joyful noise be our amen. Stir us to dig deeper and to be the children of God who make a difference in a world that needs hope, love, peace, joy, and justice that only you can give. Help us be brave and not to walk this journey alone or sit on the sidelines and observe. May we all grow to say, my soul magnifies the Lord. In the name of one who was born, lived, and crucified for all, Amen.